Welcome to episode 170 of the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name's Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Do you know these numbers are getting more and more hard to say? <laughs> 103,722. 11 million. 12 <laughs> But anyway, welcome to this edition, this episode. We've got some fun things to talk about. We've got some exciting things to talk about. And we've got some boring stuff to talk about. What's the boring stuff? Uh, probably whatever I say. I mean, Aww, I guess, yeah, I'm just assuming no, that it's boring. Sell yourself down. Don't sell myself down. Down oh, what? The river? Down the river. Okay, this is this is an interesting <laughs> one. So the first thing that I want to say is that tickets are now on sale for our Southampton Social on the 27th of January. Yeah. Yay. So if you'd like to come along to that, all you need to do is send us a message and we'll send you the information. Cool. What we can tell you, tickets are a bargainous, a bargainous 13 <laughs> squid per person. Per That's person. Per person. So if you're a couple and you want to buy tickets, you buy two of them. That's correct. If you are a thruple, you buy three of them. What if it's one of you? You buy one of them. Just a singular <laughs> ticket. That's fine. That's cool. Because we've got space for single ladies, single gents, single people who don't identify with any particular gender. <laughs> we've also got space for thruples, quads, and all those awesome things. Fab. Uh, yes. Yes, it what is available. What if you're an incomplete person? If you're an incomplete person, you still <laughs> yeah. have to buy one whole ticket. Oh. Yeah, that's something that you do have to do. Anyway, this is going to be on the 27th of January. Yes. It's a Saturday. Social it's only. A, social only, so it's a non-playing event. But if mm. you want to come together and meet like-minded individuals who, let's be fair, are going to be fucking awesome because they listen and to this podcast. And not kiss them in a venue. Yes, definitely, probably, maybe not that. But if you'd like to come and experience one of our events, it's a really great means of meeting lots of new people, getting onto our mm. Discord chats, because once you've been to one of our events, you gain access to all You'll the, never leave. You'll never leave. Yeah, you're bound to, to see us we'll for life. We'll keep you in the, in the dark recesses of Discord. <laughs> well, something like that. And occasionally we'll wheel you out to come to other events, hopefully, yeah. because you'll love them so much. Yeah. So this is a great thing if you're new and mm -hmm. you're looking to meet new people, ask questions, come along for that. If you've sort of been around the block a little bit, that's okay too, because you might meet some new people that you haven't met before. And if you're one of our listeners that's been to one of our events before, then come along because you'll meet people that you already know and you get to catch up with these awesome sausages. <laughs> right? Yes. Fantastic. Okay. So that's my first bit of promotion done. Okay, cool. Knock that one out of the park. You no problem. Did. Two minutes. Mm -hmm. Totally satisfied. Right? Mm -hmm. Standard for me. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about is our next event, Right. You can't really talk too much about it. I cannot talk too it, much about you? it. So what I'm going to say is that we've been working behind the scenes with Kate for Wanderlust Swingers and we do have another incredible, amazing, fantabulous event coming up I soon. I mean, like we weren't going to have another one, I right? know, and we trailed it in the last episode. Yeah. We still can't talk about it yet, but <laughs> if you're a member of either one of the uh, Libertine communities, or Kate's communities, that is, or if, or, and, and Daryl's as well, I suppose he's part of this. Shouldn't forget him, really, should we? Thanks, Daryl. <laughs> you're the best. 
But if you're a member of that community or if you're a member of one of our Discord sites, i.e. you're a patron or you've been to one of our previous mm, events. Then you'll already know all about then it. Then you'll know all about it. But if you've not really been on the Discord and not chatted on there, I don't know why. I mean, on there 24 hours a day, maybe 26 <laughs> hours a day. Go along, have a look. There's plenty of information about this new awesome event. So you'll get the inside deets and you'll be able to get tickets yeah. for anybody else. And yeah. what I can tell you is that we, we've already been selling tickets. We have. And they are going down a treat off the back of the Winter Wonderland. Yeah. Can we even say what month it's in? No, we can't say anything. Oh my God, it's so exclusive. It's so exclusive. So we're just talking about something that you may not be able to see. We can tell you a lot about very little. Yes, but it is going to be (laughs) awesome. We're very excited about it. And once we can reveal the details, once we've we've got together with the Brain Trust and we've agreed, then we'll be sending out that information. But I imagine some of that will be available in the new year. So look out. I'd better start looking for a dress now. On your browser. Um, Don't don't even say what sort of dress you're looking for. Because that I could can't. give the, the game away. It absolutely would give the game away. It would do. So let's not do that. But but look out, hit refresh on your browser all the time and look on Twitter and look on Swing Hub and Fab and all the sorts uh, of things. Unless you've been Googling porn at work, in which case don't refresh your browser. Well, unless you are looking for that porn, in which case, yeah, that's fine. Go for it then. Yeah, do it. Hit the find, button. Find that porn, <laughs> knock one out, and then hit refresh again to see if our event is available yet. <laughs> so keep doing that. The other thing that I wanted to mention before we go into the main thing of, of mm. this, this week's episode. So we've got a few things coming up over the next few weeks, right? Probably. Yeah, probably. Maybe. So It's Christmas, right? It is Christmas. But before that, it is the most important day of the year. It is my birthday. Oh my God, it's your bloody birthday. <laughs> it's only You've your bloody birthday. point blank to move it to a different month of the year. I know. Which frankly is selfish of you. <laughs> and I ask you every year to do this and you will not consider it. But you really should consider moving it to like May or June. One of the nice summer months. The, the problem so you've is, got a nice gap between birthday and as, Christmas. As you well know, it was also my mother, bless her, when she was oh, around. It was her birthday. You could have two birthdays. I, I could have ten if I wanted to, but I'm not. I just, I don't <laughs> want to be greedy. I don't deserve more than five or six. So, I mean, I'm just going to go with with the December. You've had one. a lot of birthdays now. Do you know how many you've had? <laughs> no. <laughs> 45 I've had. You have had 45. I'm about this to have might my be 46. your 46th one. I think it is. I think, I think that's happening. So we've got my birthday coming up. So. I shall prepare my Christmas birthday wrapping paper immediately. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I better not get any Christmas one wrapping night, paper. One time, one time I'll do that. Just you have done that by mistake. I you, early on you did when? it. When? When it was, was I ever horrifying. Done that? Yeah. Did I really? Yeah, you no, did. No, yes, it's a you lie. did. You did because you ran out of paper because you'd already you. wrapped the Christmas ones and then you wrapped my birthday ones and then you were like, oh, there was one present that I had to that you gave to me. I know this is terrible first world this problems. This sounds like bollocks to me. I'm not sure I did. This this is absolutely I wouldn't have done that. Genuine. Anyways, so my birthday's coming up, which is cool. Uh, Christmas is coming up as well. Yeah. So very excited about Christmas because, you know, presents and birthday. fun. And it's the, <laughs> you know, a couple of days after my birthday, which is lovely. But also, we're going to try and try and do like a little Christmassy video thing. Oh, I do like those. So I you know work very hard on them. I do work very hard on them. <laughs> but those 100 views or whatever they get on, <laughs> on Christmas Day. But totally worth I it. I think the thing that's always struck me is that I've, I've been alone over Christmas and over New Year before. And it was horrible. I hated it. Um, and I, I found it really depressing and difficult because I struggle being by myself at the best of times. Unless it's like for 10 minutes, like when you've gone out in the house, in which case I can have a cheeky wank. But if it's longer than 10 minutes, then... You then could I, have several. I could have several. When it's nothing but blood and air and I'm just bored. Just entertain yourself, it, Hopper, just, come on. Look, 
It's yeah. easy enough. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, wife. And after I've run out of video games, <laughs> and then I, I find myself very lonely. And and to me, um, I, I want to do something where we can hopefully bring a smile to people's faces, for, even if it's only like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. It, it just feels like the right thing to do. So we're going to try and um, rush something out and or lovingly craft something out for Christmas Day. That's the plan. Get that out there. Yeah. And then New Year's Eve, we are out somewhere. We're not going to announce where we're going, but we're going to a club for New Year's Eve. This is just literally a podcast of you saying all the amazing things we're doing, but we're not going to tell you anything teasing, about Teasing, them. teasing, teasing. But we are going somewhere for New Year's Eve. We are going somewhere for New Year's Eve. Uh, there's a bunch of people going. I don't even know if they all know that we're going. This is all very clandestine. It's, it's very clandestine. <laughs> I like that though. It's like, hey, it's us, we're here. And they're like, oh, we already knew you were coming. And I'm like, boo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it, it's just, it's like they get the present opening face where you get a shit present and they've got to unwrap it. And they're like, yay, I've definitely not got one you of these might want already. You practice that face now. Yeah. Ahead I, of December. <laughs> your birthday you. is in December. It is December already. This is, this is the middle of December, <laughs> literally right now. So the other thing, New Year's Eve, Tickets we've talked about. Let's get on with the main thing, the main thrust of this episode. Mm. Now, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about exploring some realm of separate dating, right? It. And how were you feeling about that following our conversation? So following our conversation, I actually didn't know when the opportunity would present itself. So I kind of put it out of my mind for a little bit because I hadn't really thought about any plan particularly we just bounced the idea around a few times and kind of talked about the concept of it and how it might look but we haven't really put any meat or bones on that we just kind of went oh should we try this (laughs) and I think we wanted to get it clear in our mind why we wanted to try it before we actually executed any kind of plan so we had a big conversation about it, didn't we? Did. So we had a big conversation while we were away in in Florida and then a big conversation Mm. On, on the podcast with you folks yeah. on, on episode 168, I think it is. And we had some amazing feedback about that episode. Mm. It's been really positive, really supportive. Some really, really helpful. Really helpful, mm. some good advice. Um, people relaying their experiences. Lots of people in a similar sort of position as mm. well, exploring different dynamics and and trying different things. So it was it was really good to hear from so many people. So if you did reach out, thank you. We really did appreciate it. And it really helped us continue that conversation. Yeah. So I think we need to do a little bit of scene setting to kind of talk you through and the story. You do like a narrative. <laughs> I do love a narrative. <laughs> and it's important to understand how things flow sometimes. So for, particularly for me to get my mind straight in terms of talking about what's happened and what's been going on. Oh, yes, yeah, stuff's happened. We should probably say that. Mm. I, I should also add that when you asked me how I felt about after the conversation about, well, should we try it? I did feel fairly positive. It wasn't, I didn't go away and think, shit, no, I can't do this. It it was generally a positive, I feel like this is something we could safely explore. So it, it was a, I went away feeling ready for whatever we decided to do. Okay. I don't uh, know how you felt. <laughs> well, I, I felt like uh, we were starting to sort of get into the, the, the details, into, uh, the, into the guts of it, as it were, mm, up to our guts in it. Devils in the detail. And I, I think, you know, from my perspective, where there was a lot more conversation to be had and a lot more sort of, Kicking it around, I suppose. As and is that conversation to do with, is that because you were wondering how to navigate the concept of me going on a single date or you? Bit of both. Bit of both. So you felt equal amounts of um, caution then about both concepts? Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I think for, for me, it was how we, 
how, who, why we navigate all mm-hmm. of that, how that was going to work. And I think where I struggle is if I can't visualise it, if I don't know the narrative, if I don't know the story of what might happen, I really struggle with it. That's how I, because once I can tell that story in my head, then I can work my way through what might happen, but also how I might feel about it. Next time I'll draw you a strip cartoon then. Thank you. I'd seen your drawing. <laughs> it's t- kind of frightening. So, but I, you know, for me, it was about sort of kicking through that. Oh, what does this look like for you? How mm-hmm. does this feel? What, what, you know, pop it in your mouth, see how it feels kind of narrative <laughs> to, to kind of get into that space. So, you know, let's, let's, let's dive into this. So we, we were off visiting our good friends, Lord Voldemort and Vanilla Rice. Yes, we did. And they, they'd invited us around for, for a bite to eat and a bit of a gossip, a bit of a catch up post the nice. uh, winter wonderland and some of these discussions and just to really just have a bit of a chat. Yeah, which is always lovely. Which is always lovely. And it's wonderful to see them. Uh, we had some wonderful food and drinks with them. And it was it was like a really nice mm. chilled out evening. And as we were sort of chatting, well, in fact, on the way there, you started to not feel very well, didn't you? You'd started to pick up a bit of a... Oh, yeah. I came down with... um. A really nasty sort of cold, fluey type thing, which later on then turned into a kidney infection. Yeah. And yeah, I was generally feeling under the weather. So to put it into context, we were due to have a visitor on the Saturday. And in fact, Secret Vixen was going to come down with us and spend an evening with us. And we were going to take her to Swindon Swingers Club. Yeah. uh, So she could explore that place. Unfortunately, Secret Stag had some babysitting duties that he needed to take care of. So we thought that'd be great. Lovely opportunity to catch Mm. up with her. Always wonderful seeing her. And then we'd go to the club and then we'd come back. Yeah. All good. All good. So what all planned. all, All planned. But throughout the course of the week, you were getting progressively more and more sort of ill and feeling a bit crappy and it mm. all sort of culminated while we were chatting to Lord Voldemort and Vanilla Rice mm-hmm. and at one point you jokingly said something. I yeah in jest I felt so really rough at that point and I, I jokingly said there's no way I can go out tomorrow night like this because I feel like ass frankly <laughs> <laughs> and you know, also, it wouldn't really be very fair of me to go and spread germs and what have you. I always feel like ass as well. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you do always feel like ass, don't you? <laughs> so you really get it. Anyway, um, and I, I just really started feeling a bit poorly. And I'd already planted the seed in my head at that when I uttered those words, I think. And it all, a little light bulb what moment did you went say? off in my head. What did you say exactly? I said, maybe you should go on your own and I'll stay home. With yeah. my lemsips. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw a look in your eye and I was like, she said something that she's thinking about. And I know it came out as a it, as it a funny truly, statement. It wasn't even a premeditated thought process. Or I a premedicated one. Premedicated. <laughs> Full of lemsip. It really, really wasn't premeditated. And it was only when I uttered those words that that light bulb went off in my head and I went, I really do feel like shit. And this wait a minute, this could work. <laughs> this feels like a serendipitous moment. So we didn't really discuss that no, on, on no, the evening. That, that was just sort of one of the many things that we talked about. Yeah, it's and, just an um, off-the-cuff remark. And we just, we just generally caught up with them and we're just having a mm-hmm. good old, good old yeah. letter, which is wonderful. So we drove home, or I drove home, wasn't drinking, which is good. Yeah. And the next day we had, we had like stuff to do. It was all very family-orientated because... It was uh, stuff. It, well, it was just like... 
your dad was in yeah. hospital, our stepson was in, or your son yeah. was in hospital, and we had to do a round of that. Nothing like horrifically bad, but it was a case that we had to make sure everyone was okay. Life, life stuff. Life was in the way. We had to get shopping because, hey, we've got a guest coming down and we obviously mm. want to feed said guest and provide her with, with nice oh. things, which is good. So while, while we were sort of in the midst of doing all this homely stuff, <laughs> You sort of, because you were driving at this point, I was point, driving right? and I I said, I want you to listen to me and I don't want you to interrupt me and I would like you to just hear me out because I want to run something past you and see what you think. Now, I don't know if when I said those words, you thought in the back of your mind, I know what she's going to say. I, with 100% certainty, <laughs> knew what you were going to say. And because uh, <laughs> I, I'd, I mean, in the morning we'd we'd sort of laid in bed just like having breakfast or whatever, oh, and you were really sort of you, you were feeling dodgy as you like, yeah. but also I could see that you were like fairly deep in thought. Yeah. So I and that was the only thing that I could think of that that came to my head. Well, so I'd, I I'd incepted this idea in my head already. As soon as I said those words, it suddenly all I, I suddenly leaned into it, you know, in, in my mind and went. Mm-hmm. This feels like a really good idea, <laughs> okay. but I obviously needed to talk to you first. So explain this the, idea for the listeners. So I explained to you that I didn't, I th- I wanted you to have the opportunity to go on a date without me that night. So I didn't want us to cancel plans. I didn't want us to cancel our lovely guest and I didn't want to stop you and the secret vixen from going out for the night and experiencing a date without me. Now, it it felt really safe to me. Now, I am going to already feel, you know, people there going, well, hang on a minute, you know her, that's fine. That's not really a solo date. And, you know, also, you know, it's, it's very safe. And, and you're right, all of these things are true because it wasn't someone you didn't know. Right. Someone that you you knew very well and I trusted and I trusted both of you implicitly. And it felt like almost riding with stabilizers for this because it was it was carefully looked after um an experience that I knew would you wouldn't gonna run off with each other and I knew who you were with. So it felt like a really safe option to try and send you on a, a date without me. However, I also made it clear that I knew that this was going to be something we'd never tried before. This is definitely you know, a bit different to, well, it's not the same room. <laughs> There's a threshold. Not even the same county. Not I don't even think. the same county. And I, I was very cognizant that you were going to be going quite a way away from me, really, you know, a good couple of hours away to a very different environment. And I was going to be home alone and you were going to be going on a solo play date without me. And I gave you full permission to play. And I said, I will give you full permission to play with Secret Vixen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think she is eternally relieved. And I explained that I really wanted this to happen. And it wasn't a kind of me saying, oh, well, this is the best of a bad deal because otherwise I'm going to have to cancel everything. It wasn't that at all. Because um, I know full well if I'd said I was feeling rough and I didn't want to go to the club, Secret Vixen and you would still have stayed home with me. And we could have had a just as nice a night in watching films whatever and just having a very sociable vanilla night yeah because I just didn't feel like doing anything anyway and I know that that was an option but I didn't want to spoil the opportunity for you two to have some fun okay so I asked you how you felt about doing that and I also gave you 
uh, the reassurance that this was not a bargaining tool and I would not be expecting you to reciprocate with a similar experience for me in the pipeline immediately afterwards or indeed at all if you really didn't want to if you didn't want to explore the option of me going on a solo play date I wouldn't be like oh yeah but you went on us you went on a date with secret fixer <laughs> it wasn't that it wasn't a tit for tat thing it was purely me finding an opportunity and realizing that it was presenting itself and I should just let that happen so I asked you how you felt and what did you say so I <laughs> I wasn't massively, as I said, surprised by the, mm. the, the question. I think I was, there were, there were a couple of things that, that, that came to mind is that, you know, to, to go on a, a date with Secret Vixen actually is something that we, that we have spoken about yeah. before. Um, but I, firstly, I didn't want her to, want her to feel as though she was like a default no, choice. God, no. And it was really important to me that if if we, you know, if this was something that we were going to do, that it wasn't just a, oh, you're here and this is convenient. No, not at all. I think it, it was important that that both of them, in fact, and and Secret Stag understood that it was like a level of um, just moons aligning mm. that's made that possible. I, I, you know, and, and we obviously needed to speak to Secret Stag about it as yeah. to whether it was something that we... we you know, he was comfortable with as well. <laughs> it's like I was asking for his hand in her marriage. Yeah, there was a little bit. And <laughs> and I think, so the, the other thing was, it's just that I just wanted to make sure, because I was a little bit nervous, I suppose, mm. because it was first time being away from you in that context. It was also going to a club, and I'll touch on that mm-hmm. sort of bit later. Um, and, and I also think, you know, we kind of, we'd gone from talking about it just like two weeks yeah. prior to being like, oh, he, uh, oh, here we are. Yeah. So it was, it was a bit of like, oh, okay, this, this is what we're doing. And so I, I was a bit nervous, not reticent, and I think that's an important distinction. Mm. But I was also really keen to to ensure that you were happy and excited at the idea. And I think I got a real sense of you feeling very empowered because you were owning the decision. Yeah, and I, I said to you, I think I was looking forward to you both returning home to me later that night. And both telling me together what how your date had gone, how yeah. your experience had gone. And I I was looking forward to hearing from both of you. And I was almost looking forward in advance to you coming home and doing that. Yeah. And I felt like I would be really safe. And I also knew that I had secret stag at the end of the phone if I needed to talk to him at any point. You know, because he would have been going through arguably the same process because yeah. he was sending secret vixen away for a date. Which you know, I know he's used to that and this was my first time, but I knew that I could rely on him if I needed him Yeah, to kind of give me some words of reassurance if I was having a wobble. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. So our next step mm-hmm. was to, well, for you, you wanted to talk to Secret Stag. You wanted yeah, to send wanted him a message to ask, to, to ask about this. And I also wanted him to share that with Secret Vixen, but I needed to create a message, I think, which tried to put into words what I was doing and why I was asking and I hoped that they would both agree and I think we needed to hear it from me and not be you going oh hey Mrs. H it's fine yeah well I've got <laughs> do you more, want to come on a date with me I've got slightly more tact than that <laughs> I, I hope you've realised by now gentle listener but I, so I think what I'll do is is that I'm going to play the clip oh my yeah the clip that um that you sent yeah. sent secret stag obviously I'm gonna have to bleep out some names so you know I may have to do a Secret Vixen, Secret Stag, over the top of it. 
Um, you just I, bleep it. Just, well, I could bleep it, but I can, like, you won't know who you're talking about if you don't oh. mention the name. So I just may need to do a bit of a, okay. a, a thing on it. But I'm going to play that. You have a technology, no doubt. I do. And then we'll see what people think. Ah. Play it and it's all awesome. And we're like, yay, this is great. <laughs> All right, I've slid the thing up. Now, as you may be able to tell from, from my voice, I have a bit of a cold. So, um, apologies if my voice gives up a little bit. Right, I wanted to talk to you. Secret stack. Before we talked. Secret fixing. I've just had a conversation with Simon, and it's a really big conversation. I'm really fucking excited. So, stay with me on this little journey. This is a good thing, and I'm asking your permission for something. So last night, um, in my head, I got this idea that it would be really exciting if we carried on exploring this dynamic that we want to pursue of trying separate play dates. And I can't imagine anything I want more than for Simon's first separate date, play date, is with... Super Pixon. I love you both dearly. I can't imagine he would be in any safer hands in the world than in Sukabixen's hands. So I'm, I'm really, 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 really wanting that to happen. Now, there's a golden opportunity presented to me today because I, I'm not feeling 100% able to maybe go to um, spin the swingers with them, with them both because I'm feeling a bit rough. But, and this is a big but, I cannot lie. Um, I really, 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 really want and Simon to go to Swindon Swingers together and have a date, a play date, a date. But if she's open to playing with Simon, great. So I've had a conversation with Simon um, just now. We've had a long chat, a really good chat. And we agreed the next step was to engage with you and ask you your permission, kind sir, and also your thoughts. Um, if Super Vixen could please still come down and see us regardless, because we love her. Um, and then I would like you both, I would like them both to go to Swindon Swingers as planned without me. And I'm, I want there to be, I want this to be a, a separate play date for Simon and Super Vixen. And then what would be a really exciting thing is they both will be coming home to me uh, and we are going to explore how the day went and I can't imagine anything more exciting at the moment than waiting for them both to come home together and then snuggling up the three of us and I want them to tell me all about it and I also feel like I've got my little confidant with you because if I'm home alone this evening I'm going to be channeling my inner Six stag. stag thing here and I know that you'll be around for me if I need to talk about anything and let you know how I'm feeling so I think this is a great idea. Simon is actually really comfortable with the idea as well. We would love to try this and we hope Sukabixen will too. So the next step, if you're happy, is for us to ask Sukabixen if she's happy to accompany Simon on a little adventure tonight and both go to Swing the Swingers together. Um, I'm feeling pretty elated by the concept uh, because I think this is an opportunity where He's not seeking my permission to do this. I'm offering him the opportunity to have an adventure. And I'm already kind of feeling like I could be really excited by this. 
I've also said to him, it made it really clear that this is not a bargaining tool. And when the time comes, if he does not want me to pursue a separate date myself, I won't throw his back in his face and say, ah, oh, well, you had a date. Super fixing. That's absolutely not the case. I'm mature enough to handle my shit over this and say, if you don't want me to pursue a separate date with someone, I will not throw his back at you and say, yes, well, you had one. Super fixing. This is 100% ask permission, seek forgiveness situation. And I think I'm in a really good space about this. I think it'd be really exciting. Right. Simon's walking back to the car now. He's gone to buy some sausages. Super fixing. Um, love you. Let me know what you think. Bye. So what I really love is how much you can tell you're fizzing with excitement in this message. I think it's really knowing you as I do, you're actually quite excited because I think you've got the idea and you've gone from, oh, this 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 could be a fun idea to, to immediate execution for you. And you're like, oh, this is good. I like this. Yeah, because once I had the idea and I, I gave it the sort of credence it, it needed to exist in my head for a little while before talking to you. And I appreciate you already knew because you know me. <laughs> um, I, I really built on that quite rapidly in a positive way. Um, and I also like the fact that we didn't give ourselves a chance to be like super nervous about this by going, oh, right, we're going to do this three weeks today. And then that three weeks would have been, oh, my God, <laughs> we probably would have like battered the idea around and got really nervous and then maybe even talked ourselves out of it. I don't know. But because it was there and then and happening on that day, it was kind of like, oh, right, okay, this is happening. We're actually going to do it. And I'm really excited for them both. And I was, my excitement was for you both. But I think before we get to even, (laughs) it's fair to say that Secret Stag was happy and also Secret Vixen was happy about this arrangement. Yes, but they both messaged me separately and made sure that I was happy again. No one messaged me. No one, no one told me any of this stuff. you were going to be the cat that got the cream. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. But yes, uh, they both messaged me to say, are you okay? Are you sure this is what you want? And I was like, absolutely. I feel, I feel actually, and I said this to Secret Stag on the night, I feel like the, the control was with me. And I don't mean that you didn't have any part in that. You have no power over me. <laughs> and I absolutely don't mean that you were precluded from any thought process that I had, but I felt firmly in control of decision making and that this was at my behest and... yeah. Therefore, I felt, I felt it was okay to be excited because I asked for this to happen. Yeah, it wasn't being done to me, so it it felt really good that I'd made a decision that then all these things were going to happen. So, Secret Vixen arrives. Yeah, and it's sort of late afternoon. I yeah, guess. and we have a bite to eat. Yeah. We spend a little bit of time trying to get on the Fortnite event. Couldn't make it. None oh of us could make it. It was awful. Bloody Fortnite event. <laughs> It was like we, we I were just queuing to for watch Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, she'd brought her switch down with her, oh, and damn it. Secret Stag was trying to get online at home. And I, it, honestly, we just we were queuing for like forty-five minutes, got to the front of the queue, and then it booted. It was just fucking a mitigated disaster. Anyway, <laughs> that frustration aside, that led us into the point where because we, we were going to sort of do the event and then mm. head on off. Yeah, but we couldn't do the event, and we spent all this time faffing around. So then we literally had to jump in the car <laughs> and go. Well, yeah. Um, I was in my pyjamas by this point. Yes. And actually pretty happy about that. I was pretty smug. <laughs> Always. I was quite smug because I was, it was horrible weather. It was fucking horrible. blowing it was a gale. Minus it was freezing three. cold. It was raining. I, I, it was just horrid. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, I just still feel like ass. I'm really happy, but I'm not 
And going I still outside. felt like ass. <laughs> I could do but with I a bit of ass. I already said no anals. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Um, no, I felt really um, secure. And the more that you, you two were kind of, you know, getting ready, the more I kind of settled in um, into my role. And I, I talk about this role um, in a strange way because it did feel like we all had a little role to play in this for me. Okay. I was kind of orchestrating it in a way. I, I mean, I know you weren't like my puppets, but I also was very clear about, yes, I want this to happen and this is what I'd probably quite like. And I also knew that because you were going to a club, and I appreciate we'll talk about the club in a bit, but because you were going to a club, I'd already managed my own expectations that I was probably going to receive some degree of radio silence because club, can't have your phones out so yeah. much. So I was already gone, okay, that's gonna, not going to be possible, probably. Although it would have been nice. But I knew that you were going to have to minimise the amount of phone messages you sent me. Mm-hmm. So I wandered around in my pyjamas. Kind of, I didn't pick out anything that you had to wear specifically, but you, you kind of got ready and asked me how you looked. And I, it was all really nice to see you both getting ready for each other. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Okay. Um, Secret Vixen came in and said, are you not going to pick what he's going to wear? I was like, well, no, <laughs> it's his day. <laughs> and then she said, oh, sometimes in these, these hot wifey d- dynamics, it's, um, it's quite nice for the stag to pick what, you know, his hot wife is going to wear for the night. And I can like, oh, okay. I can kind of see why that would be fun. Yeah. But, you know, brand new to this <laughs> didn't occur to me. And I just wanted you to look nice and wear what you were comfortable in. Okay. So I just kind of let that happen. Okay. All right. So we we head out the door and say goodbye to you. Strange. <laughs> just, and let's, before we go into sort of my experience, yeah. Let's let's hear about, your evening, how it felt, what it was like up until the point at which we, we came through the door. Cause I, this is the bit, obviously I don't know. I mean, I know having talked to you, but <laughs> that I have, you know, I wasn't there. I was out having some fun. Yeah. So it felt really strange when I heard the door shut and it was just, the house was then quiet and. It says a lot about the amount of noise I make. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I didn't know how to put the TV on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> True story. Um, no, it was quiet. And I, I listened to just nothing for a minute. I went, oh, they've gone. They, I've, I'm on my own now. <laughs> this is weird. And I, I looked at the dog and carried on sleeping. And <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the cat and she ignored me. <laughs> and I thought, what do I do now? What, what, what was Secret Stag do? And I looked to him as my little guru sometimes because, you know, I've been lucky enough to be part of his adventures in a cerebral way uh, along the time that we've known them yeah. because you know not only have we become really good friends with them and we've interviewed them and we've obviously hang out with them a lot so I do get a little insight into a dynamic that we've never really played with before yeah so I kind of went he did <laughs> now of course he'd probably soap up and have a bath and a drink and he'd have his little scene that he'd be playing out probably in his head I didn't have any of that because I didn't know really what to do so I went and I went and got a drink um, and I didn't want to drink much because I was feeling ropey, but I felt like I should have something. Yeah. Like a, a drink to commemorate that this was happening. Okay. <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> so, and then I was like, what kind of drink do I get? Okay. So I procrastinated about that for a little bit and then poured, um, I don't know, a glass of wine or something. 
And then for the for the the next two hours, I can guarantee you I did nothing. I literally did nothing out of the ordinary. I watched some TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I just chilled on the settee with the, the pets. I did feel quite ropey, so I just curled up under a blanket and kind of felt a bit, eh, I've got this shitty cold and I feel a bit rough, so I'm just going to stay here and do nothing. So I did nothing for the first half of the evening. And then, and then I did get a message from you. <laughs> And I, was, I wasn't even waiting for the message because I knew you weren't going to send any because I kind of figured I can't send any. You had both sent me a little update when you were nearing the club yep. in the car just to, to say you were, you were nearly there. Cool. And I, I was appreciative of that. Thank you. And then after that, it was another period of radio silence because I guess by that point you were in the club. Yeah. <laughs> and then your phones would have gone away or on silent and... And I was kind of on my own again, my own thoughts. And then I thought, well, I'll let Twitter know what's happening because, you know, that's always a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. And then I had a little buzz of excitement because I, I kind of made it public what was happening. So it reaffirmed again that there was something going on that wasn't our norm. Yeah. So that gave me a little flurry of excitement. Holy shit, did that tweet do well. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, well, I was quite grateful for the support, really. Yeah. And then I had an exchange of messages with um, Mr. Stagg. Okay. I'm going to read you one of these messages. All right. Because I think it's important to put into context how I was feeling at the time because I'm not actually now trying to ca- ca- cast my mind back to that night and think what what was my immediate front and foremost thought process. Yeah. And being the good Stagg that he is, he immediately had messaged anyway and said, are you okay? <laughs> are you all right? And of course I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really good. I'm, I'm actually better than good. It's all good. So he, he messaged to say, are you okay? And I, I was like, yeah. And give me a minute because I need to find it. <laughs> right, okay. I have it, I have it. So I messaged Secret Stag and he asked me how I was doing. And I tried to explain to him that um, the power kind of felt very focused in, in me. And because this was me wanting it to happen, it wasn't, it wasn't a kind of done to feeling. And so I said, this is my message at the time. I said, the power play is sitting very firmly in the palm of my hand at the moment, which is weirdly exhilarating. Um, I feel like I'm a master of my own pleasure now this evening, depending on where I allow my imagination to take me and wondering what they're doing. And I don't feel fearful. He replied and said, that's actually a really beautiful way to see it, which again, reassured me that I had the right intentions yeah. of all of this. Um, and he said that, you know, sometimes solitude helps to kind of process thoughts and emotions and what you're doing is actually quite a big deal because we've never done this before. No. Um, and I was like, I actually do need a bit of solitude maybe just to do nothing for a bit yeah. and just see how I feel in a couple of hours. And so that's kind of what happened and that's why I had that period of just not really doing or thinking about anything and just letting the evening pass me by. Yep. Okay. And how did that evening progress? Okay. So then I had a message finally from you. <laughs> um, and I don't think it was a particularly newsy message. It didn't really tell me anything particularly new. I think I asked a question at that point. How is it going? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't volunteer anything in the message. Well, I think, and and we'll we'll go into this mm. when we talk about my my element in a minute. But for a long time, we were just 
sat there chatting to people. Right, but I didn't know. But you didn't know. And the, the difficulty was because we were in the club, yeah. we couldn't communicate what was going yeah. on. So every time I went for a wee, which I think was like twice, mm-hmm. I sent you a message. So yeah. it was like every available opportunity to do so. I was pinging something off, but huh. but actually it was mm-hmm. like for a very long time, we weren't weren't up to anything. Right. Which I, I guess, you know, I, I can imagine being on the receiving end, that's difficult. But at the same point, it's like the opportunity to send you that information was mm. was really limited. And I knew that was going to be the case. Yeah. And so I asked in the end, you had done anything. <laughs> and I said, ask him for a friend. And then you said the words, we have literally just had some sexy times. Like that minute. Yeah. And then my mind went to a bit of overdrive because I was like, oh, shit. The thing that they hadn't told me they were doing and I knew they were doing because I told them to do it. And now I've actually asked if they've done it and they've just done it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, shit, 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 they've done it. <laughs> and then I was like, yay, they've done it. That, that's great. That's exactly what I wanted them to go and do. Yeah. Because it, I kind of would have felt maybe a little bit of disappointment if you'd come back and said we didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might have felt a bit of disappointment of that. Not because I was forcing you into a physical connection, but because I wanted it to happen. So I, I knew how I'd feel and I wanted to know how you felt and I wanted it to happen so that I could validate that our relationship is really fucking strong and it didn't matter because I knew you were then going to come home to me. Yeah. I assume. <laughs> I hope. Well, look, given the weather, it was, it was a touch and go Next at one text. point. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Off to start my new life now in Swindon. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so it was validation that you'd done the thing that I was asking you to both go and do. Okay. Now, all night I hadn't done anything remotely sexy. Yeah. I think the sexiest thing I'd done up until the point where I was left alone was asking you how to turn off the vibrator if I needed it. <laughs> now, I didn't know if you knew that was a joke or serious question. Probably that was a bit probably, of both yeah, of me. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I was like, damn it, I don't know how to work this thing. So I jokingly said to you before you left, how do I turn this on and off <laughs> if I use it? <laughs> but I hadn't touched it all night. And then as soon as I read the text that validated and, and confirmed that you'd actually done something, I was like, shit. Well, that means I'm on the way home now. Cool. Right. Okay. Well, now I feel a bit sexy because I know that they've done it. Yeah. And that then propelled me into feeling sexy enough to actually do something. Okay. And play with myself. Ah. Do I know this? I think this is new news to me. New news. New news. <laughs> Broadcasting now. All right. Um, well, I thought it was useful to wait for this moment Did to you tell know? you. And you, you can't be mad with me because you've gone and like <laughs> fuck secret vixen. So <laughs> in your face. <laughs> What did you expect me to do? What point was I mad with you? Stop getting so fucking defensive. I didn't think you'd be defensive. I'm not defensive. No. Okay. Hmm. But it wasn't until that point. Did you use the vibrator then? Hell no. I was going to say because that thing would still be on. Yeah, I haven't got a clue with it. Um, I don't like the way that you can't find the button to switch it on. And then you can't find the button to switch it off. You could have used the doxy. It's quite simple. (sighs) It's a bit, you know, pneumatic drill, isn't it? You'd have to reach into a drawer and... (laughs) Yeah, but that's too fast. And I so, didn't want it to be really fast. I wanted to sit and think about what just happened. Okay. And I wanted to sit and think and take my time with it because I wanted to go through it all again in my head and then think about what's just happened and how it made me feel. Okay. And I was also thinking, well, now he's going to come back to me and we're going to sleep in the same bed and he's going to hold me and I'm going to feel 
great because he's going to be next to me again. Yeah. And I powered through the cold. (laughs) (laughs) I took an extra two lemon sips and off I went. (laughs) And and so I did. Okay. Yeah. And, And then I kind of, I was kind of, I don't know, my head was just whirling around then with, I wonder how they are. I hope they're okay. I'm now going to play the audio from the front room camera. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we should be really super quiet because there's no vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was quite nice because it, again, it was just me and my thoughts and my solitude and no one else was getting involved at that point. Mm-hmm. It was just me and my imagination. And because okay. I had nothing to go on with pictures or videos or any <laughs> any form of media to to tell me or show me how your night had gone, other than those three words, I I had to just well then then the imagination came back into play and it was just again me and my thoughts. Okay. Now I don't know if it would have been different if I'd had a string of visual stimulants the other night, and I, when you came back, I did ask you. No, I didn't ask you because I knew the answer was going to be I couldn't because I had no phone. I did tell you that the only bit that I kind of didn't not like, but felt a bit odd was the fact that I had no, nothing, no pictures. And I didn't need them, but it would have been nice to hear from you a little bit more. But I accepted that that was just the way the night was going to be. And I think this, you know, and we'll come on to it, that that my only regret of the of the night is that it was at a club mm-hmm. because yeah. we couldn't, I think had we gone out and I don't know, had a bite to eat or gone for drinks or whatever, mm-hmm. we, it would have been much easier to, to establish a bit of a narrative and a bit yeah. of a commentary on how things are going. Not saying that we'd be live tweeting every moment, <laughs> but I think we, we probably could have played into it a little bit more because yeah. we're both, I think we're both pretty good at that. Yeah. So we could have made it, a, a bit more sexy for both yeah, of you, but for I both agree. Secret Stag and, and yourself. And you might have felt quite sexy doing that as oh, yeah. well. I mean, it's, you know, I'd have been happy to do it, mm. um, but but the opportunity wasn't really there. And I'll, I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you my part of the story, if you like, now, Ooh. and we'll go into why that, that, that was the case. So, you know, we, we got into the car and, you know, the door closed and it was like, a, oh shit, we're doing this moment. <laughs> but also, um, like, hadn't had a drink, because obviously I'm driving. So I, was, I wasn't I was nervous, but there was this, this sort of nervous energy there, I think, a yeah. bit. But anyway, so it was like an hour and 20 minutes or whatever to get to get there. And we really just had like a very normal conversation. And, you know, we talked to Secret Vixen and Secret Stag quite a lot. So we can very easily slip in and out of films and Lord of the Rings and all sorts of stuff. And, and actually it was very, it was nice and calming. It was nice and cool. I was talking about the club and telling her about that because she hadn't actually been there mm-hmm. before. Um, but it wasn't really a like a hey we're gonna let, we're gonna go to a like a a place and we're gonna do a sex on each other. There wasn't that that level of chargedness. And I think between the two of us, it's often until we're sort of a little bit physically intimate, we can be both like ready to slap each other and and <laughs> have a sword fight first, yeah. which which is very much our sort of style of flirting. Mm-hmm. And that does come into play a bit later on as well. So we get we get there and it is literally minus three degrees <laughs> outside. And we sat in the car for a moment. I think we did text you like we'd got there. Yeah. Um, we took a picture, but it was so dark. You couldn't <laughs> see fuck all in the picture. And um, we're like, okay, right. We're going to go to the club. So I had to take take her there. And it's only a, like a two minute walk from the car park. And so we get 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 outside the thing. We sort of held hands briefly on, on the way there. 
Um, I was. It was also because it was like rainy and horrible. I was also concerned because she's in sort of fairly big shoes, which I mm. I don't know why, because that makes me look three foot and she looks like eight foot, but that's fine. Maybe for the <laughs> Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervaisedness of it all, maybe that's fun. I'm not comparing her in any way to either one of those people. Back yes, out, man. <laughs> back out, back out quickly. So we, we get into the club and we go up the stairs and it's Gloria's, uh, like the hostess of the club, yeah. her wedding night. So she's there in a great <laughs> yeah, big dress and it's like, will you marry me? And I'm, we're like, uh, we're just going to go in the warmth because we were both sort of shivering mm. from from the actual cold. So we paid and got in and then chucked our stuff in a locker and I did a sort of five minute walk around the club tour. I think she was extremely disappointed with with the tour. <laughs> and I say this because uh, Secret Vixen and Secret Stag do the tours for our penthouse playrooms, stuff oh, when we're hosting events. Yeah, you didn't make it great. Like it, 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 it wasn't utterly banter filled because I was still, I was like literally physically shaking because I was cold Aww. from having been outside. And there's also that sort of nervousness as well. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, this is different. And I'm also like fucking freezing. <laughs> so we went around, had a quick look. Um, she laughed at my piss poor tour, I think is probably the official title of it. And we managed to grab um, uh, some of the stalls that are there in the little mm-hmm. living room area, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. And um, we had a, we had a drink and we were just sort of sat there chilling out. And we very quickly fall into the, the standard secret Vixen and Mr. H approach, which mm-hmm. is laughing about the surroundings and laughing about, you know, things we've seen and, you know, that's that person wearing and all that sort of stuff, that sort of jokey, sort of jovial <laughs> sitting yeah. back. And and I was like, well, are we, it was a bit awkward because I think, are we at the club as a couple? Right. Or are we there just for each other? And we, we were also conscious that there were a few people that we knew that were going to be turning up. And so we ha- there was there was this bit of a sort of awkwardness. And I don't think, you know, you and I, when we go to a club, we don't do the best that we can do sometimes <laughs> because we like to sit back and do the, the yeah, exact same yeah. thing. And I think very quickly we got into the, uh, this is what we're doing. We're sitting back and we're observing. Um, but also no one actually came and spoke to us. I think there was someone as we came in that recognised me. Okay. And they, it's, the couple had sort of were pointing and then we could see them going, well, it can't be him because he's not with... Mrs. H. Not that we heard that, but there was definitely like the finger pointing and like the uh, like waving of hands, mm. and we both witnessed it, so we both reckon that's what was what was going, which is quite amusing. Mm. So we sat down on the, on the seats and we were just just chilling out and having a drink and and just really chatting. And we're not we're not being intimate. There's no like making out going on. There's just ve- it's very much we're in a. It feels like she and I have been left in the club by you two. <laughs> <laughs> like you two are wandering around sorting out something or whatever and we're just we're just sort of there and it's it's sort of an odd one because like we're like can, can we make out can we not we don't know is this, does this uh, because that's previously been the the <laughs> approach when we're left by ourselves yeah and you know it, we half expected either one of you to pop and be like ha what are you two up to what are you two doing here what have you been doing and and the truth was is that for a very long time of being there i think for the first couple of hours we didn't do anything um you know there was like a hand on a leg maybe occasionally or like a slight touch but that was that was it and then friends showed up and they didn't know that we were going to be there mm-hmm. in fact they didn't know that you and I were going to be there let alone <laughs> secret vixen and I and that was a big sort of shock and then we had some some explaining to do yeah <laughs> to talk that through and then we kind of got like separated a bit only by like two chairs i mean let's let's be fair it's this, this isn't like mass separation where mm. where she was in one room and i was in a different 
Imagine that. Room. Yeah, I know. <laughs> different room. That's a whole other whole other thing to work through. But we, we did end up for, for, I don't know, for about half an hour, not being together, just chatting to, to different friends that were there because there were sort of five folks there that we knew. And it, it was fine. And we were just sort of, you know, every now and then we'd look over at each other and just like do a raised eyebrow or whatever. But it was, there wasn't any need to be in each other's immediate sort of space. So this, this went on for a bit. And every time I went for a wee, as we've discussed, I was like, oh, okay, I'll send you a text to let you know that we're okay. Because what I didn't want to do was get my phone out in the middle of the no, bar no, area and be text. texting because that, that wouldn't have been seen to be the right thing. So after, I mean, it must have been like half 11, 12 o'clock. It got kind of got, yeah. we, we shared a couple of kisses uh, between each other, you know, not other people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was really hot. I, I always enjoy kissing her and it's always fun. Um, and it was definitely like, like, oh, okay, we definitely want to do things. But right. we're both like, okay, but we, we're sort of in this sort of strange social situation where we're there and mm. we're like, how are we going to play this? And then the club's getting busier and busier. And it is absolutely fucking rammed in this club. There is, it is standing room only. Like literally, we are lucky in that we've got seats. Hence why neither one of us is moving off the seat because we don't <laughs> want to give the seat up, which is often a, a bad ploy with this. So, you know, this kind of carries on for a bit. It gets to about, I don't know, quarter 12, 12 o'clock. And um, we're, we're chatting to someone about movies, chatting to one of our friends about movies. And I'm like, oh, we're not, if we keep doing this, and, and I know that both her and I have the capacity to continue to be, <laughs> you know, it's about movies, about TV shows, to continuously lean into this. We are going to be here forever and then time will run out and we'll be like oh we have to go home now this is like mm -hmm. it's over because we the, the other thing that we were both really mindful of is that we didn't want to come home like super super late we knew it was going to be late but yeah. we didn't want to be disrespectful. Long, long drive but we didn't want to be disrespectfully late with it because, at 4am sober yeah, yeah that wouldn't have been good would it that's disrespectful yeah exactly <laughs> especially if you have a decency to come home drunk <laughs> Especially when we know that, you know, you're, you're, you're probably going to wait up. I suspect yeah, Secret Stag yeah. was probably going to go to sleep because he's, he's had a long day of childcare and everything. He tried to stay up. Tried to stay up, yeah. So I, I turned to Secret Vix and I say, well, do you, do you want to get a room with me? Get a room. Get a room. And she, she was like really happy with that idea. I think it's fair to say. So we sort of ditched our chums and literally mm. went around the club. The only problem was it was absolutely fucking rammed mm. and every space that was in Swindon Swingers Club was just crawling with people and most of them having sex in the in the rooms and stuff. And we did, I don't know, two or three laps going around trying to find somewhere and every, like we were like, oh, there's a room. Oh, it's a bathroom. Oh, there's a, a room. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a room that looks like it should be a room. There was like the pizza oven thing. We were like, yeah. well, we're not doing that. No. no. There was, uh, there wasn't even the lockable swing room. Um, that, that was just had like five or six people just waiting around outside of it. I so mean. everything was just chocker. Anyway, on our second or third go around, someone opened one of the, one of the doors and got out and we were like, it's a room. Let's go in. So we literally hustled ourselves into this room and, and shut the door. And I was like, lock, trying to lock the door. But it was so fucking dark in this room. It was, it had like the emergency light on mm. only. And that, that's only so you could see where the door handle is. So you couldn't really see like much beyond shadows and shapes. And this room was about, it was the width of the door, like not much more than that. And it has like, I don't know, a meter and a half of space. And then it has a shelf that goes up to, I don't know, about a metre high, metre and a bit <laughs> shelf that goes back about a metre. 
So okay. it's literally like if you imagine like a, a step shape. Yeah. Uh, with like a padded thing on it. And we're like, this is this is what we've got. We've got like, we, we can either like do this now or we're going to spend the rest of our evening just wandering around <laughs> aimlessly trying to yeah. get a, a space that's... that's nice. Yeah. So we're going to work with what we've got. And it's, it's it, the whole, because it's such a small little room, it absolutely, it had the smell of sex in the air. <laughs> oh, so it no. was like... Well, that's quite um, quite potent, this room, isn't it? <laughs> like, mm, this is nice. So we we started making out while we were in the room and it was it was really passionate, really forward, really like, oh, we want to fuck making hey. out, which is which is really hot. And then um, we, we were like, OK, we've got to take some clothes off. But at the same point, there was literally standing room there <laughs> and a shelf and we were like, okay, we're going to have to do this in a sort of vaguely sensible way because I don't want to lose my glasses. I don't want to break stuff. And <laughs> so we just literally put put the stuff in our um, shoes and put it on the side. And the, you couldn't, honestly, you could not see the the floor. That's how dark it was. So it was it was absolutely pitch black. Anyway, I, she um, she sat on the, the thing, but we we're making out and she sort of went up there and then I started going down on her. And that was really sexy because, I, well, other than the fact that I had to kneel and God knows what <laughs> on the floor, but uh, she had her legs up and I was just, it was just this really hot, this is what we're doing moment. And there was actually quite a lot of conversation for us too, like between us and talking about how hot it was and how oh, okay. nice it felt. Not, not not like, oh, how are you doing today? Oh, this is a marvellous day. This is wonderful. And that it was just this really sort of passionate, sexy moment. And then... <laughs> this is the the funny moment after after she came she she was she wanted to return the favor and then she tapped on the side and was like up your pop like a doctor's unit now <laughs> this 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 was difficult because the whole previous week i'd been really fucking poorly with gastroenteritis oh and i'd God, been to had. the doctors and it's literally what the fucking doctor said to up me your pop. up your pop like tapping the side i was like mother Fucking, <laughs> and it was it was really funny in the moment. Anyway, she she goes down on me, and and it's really sexy. And again, where there's lots of like little moments of of conversation while it's happening, and telling each other that we enjoy it. And it's but in the meantime, we start to hear that there's a couple in the room next to us that are having the world's fucking biggest row. Oh my god! And they're like, well, if you're going to do it, you might as well do. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> well, like, oh my god! And and. How both of us are very much like gossip whores, I think it's fair to say. Like if, <laughs> if we can find out some nosiness, you know, or get some nosiness in us, you know, that's going to happen. So we're listening out on this. On the other side, there's like someone really going to town, but being very vocal and descriptive about what they're doing. <laughs> and we're like, we're not making anywhere near that amount of noise. This is, this is like, so it, it was this sort of, it was kind of hot, but also distractingly weird <laughs> about this, this fact that this is going on. And then, then, we decide that we're actually going to fuck each other. And we're like, how are we going to do this? Because like we, the, we couldn't, I could have bent her over this, this step and fucked her from behind, but that would have left me a whole like half an inch behind my back to where the door was. <laughs> so we, we eventually decide that I'm going to sit up. I'm going to, up I pop on the thing <laughs> and I'm going to sort of half lean against the wall in this sort of sit-up that will last a number of minutes. <laughs> and she was just going to climb on top of me. Right. Which, and, you know, it, it's it's our, not our go-to move, but it's one of them, I suppose, with Secret Vixen and I. And, and she literally rode the fuck out of me until I came. 
but also while I was holding this, this sit up <laughs> midway through. But she, so and a really hot yeah. So I don't want to touch the wall because that wall is cold, but also is like it's yeah. a it's a wall and you don't want to touch it. She can't lean back because she'll be hanging over the edge <laughs> because there is literally a like a, like less than a meter of cushion space <laughs> for us to sit on. Um. So so I I came and it was all very sexy and very very exciting and um then we're like well it'd be really nice to do this again but not in this environment right like like we, we it would be lovely to go again but let's see if we can see a different room and 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 but so also your plan was to go and have sex again to have sex again yeah it, it is me because i'm like i don't often get i'm like hey let's do this but also it was like well let's have a drink <clears> and <throat> then like just a refreshment and then look for a room or whatever okay so well, we're just sitting there because we're just chilling out and we both sit up facing each other. And so she's like, we're both totally naked. Our backs are now against either side of the wall. And one of the, the, the things that, that Secret Vix and I have done before is play slapsies with our hands. <laughs> and I'm like, we can't fucking do this. Like, because we can't even like sit there and like cuddle each other. Mm. Like, because there's just no yeah. intimate space to do that. So we're just like, we're, that's how we're propped up off the floor because no one wants their feet on that floor. Trust me. And like, she's like laughing about a game of slapsies. And I'm like, we can't fucking do that because if one of us hits our head, it's death. And if the other one falls <laughs> off, it's death. So it was just this like little comedic moment of, of sexiness. Anyway, mm. so we, we get our clothes back on and literally I, I was going to try and take a picture to say, oh, we, we mm-hmm. had some sexy times. I took a picture and it was just darkness. <laughs> it was just pure darkness. It did take one with the flash on. And we were both prepared to say that we looked like fucking Sasquatch <laughs> that had been caught in like roaming through the forest. So we're like, we can't fucking send that. That would just like, if you're feeling sexy thinking we might be getting it on and you get that picture, <laughs> you're going to be like, what the fuck are we, are we doing? So, so we deleted that one. That, that one has been. You deleted uh, it? <laughs> we deleted oh, it. Um, <laughs> it is erased from the archives. And so we, 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 we got changed, went out, went out there and all our friends had sort of well, most of our friends anyway had disappeared and we sat and had a had a drink and we, we had a little Kit Kat. We shared that and then we offered some, some friends a bit of Kit Kat and they took it, the fuckers. You don't take someone's Kit Kat when you offer it. It was you being polite. It to be polite. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> and then we, we saw the time and it was um, already sort of one o'clock-ish. Yeah. And then we felt, oh, we can't, like as much as things were starting to calm down in the rooms a little bit and we may have been able to find a room. I think we, we we didn't really want to push our luck with coming back really late for you. We didn't want to be really late in the car driving, me driving. And and also it was just like, well, we've had an experience. Yeah. And honestly, we don't, you know, we, we're very lucky to have had that experience and we don't want to in any way kind of stretch that beyond, but, you know, so, that you know, once again, the, the learning was start earlier. What we should have done was just immediately gone into a room once we got there and then just chilled out for a bit and then went back later on. Not monsters, though. Well, we, you know, now, now we know that we're monsters. <laughs> so I, I think for me, the, you know, we, we, and we got back, we drove drove back and mm. we didn't stop and home we got, half two. got home at half two, which wasn't terrifically awful compared to yeah. what it could have been. And obviously we, we, we debriefed you about what had happened and, told you about yeah, it and we stayed it for like an hour didn't we? yeah and that was really lovely just being able to share that with you and sort yeah. of say this is what's been going on i was like well we could all do sexy <laughs> times now but it is now half three in the morning exactly it was so late That's by them as anyways well. just you know one of those things that that just happens i think in my head though originally before all this happened one of the things i kind of thought might happen was that you would both come back and we would all get into bed together yeah 
But actually, as you say, our three <laughs> didn't feel very well anyway. And we wanted to talk quite a bit first anyway. I think had you been in bed, that might have been a little bit different. Possibly. But had I not been full of a raging flu. Yeah, that probably also <laughs> would have been a bit different. Probably but a bit off-putting, yeah. So, I mean, looking back at it and, and my, you know, we both agreed talking about it in the car. And we had some really nice conversations on the way home. It was, it was really good. I, I think we both agreed, well, we all agreed, in fact, that the club was probably not the best bet. It was a good experience mm. and it was nice to go, but it was difficult because there was the sort of social part of, well, actually, we're, we're on a date together and we just want to talk to each other yeah. and build that connection. And the club isn't conducive mm. to that necessarily. No, it was also, you know, there was other people there and our mm. friends and it was wonderful to see them. Don't get me wrong in the slightest. It was really lovely to see our friends. But at the same point, it was a distraction from us mm. building that connection and yeah. not, not that we don't have a connection because that, that sounds wrong, but actually sort of heading towards that in terms of the evening. Yeah. So I think that that didn't help. And also from a communication perspective, neither one of us could check in. No. And so we couldn't, you know, I, I'd have quite liked to have told the story because, you know, it's me still <laughs> telling my story, but I'd have liked to have been able to give you something of a, of a narrative around what, how the evening was shape, shaping up, what, what was happening. And, you know, give, you know, even if it was just one or two pictures to say, oh, look, this is, this is something that's going on. Yeah. And I think Secret Stag definitely struggled with that. Yeah. I mean, through the conversations we had that night. And again, I, I reassured him like over the phone, we had a little conversation at one point and I was like, but you have to remember they are in a club. And they won't be able to have their phones out. It's not because they don't want to keep you informed. It's because they can't, probably. Yeah. Um, or, or at the very least, like, very minimal contact. Um, but I know he thrives on seeing the, the, the media and the visual stimulation to yeah. kind of build and build on the, the dynamic they have. And I understand that. I, I totally get that. And I, you know, I, I'm very happy to lean into the supplying of that stuff, as you well know. But it was just the only thing I think the only thing that we really could have done differently was just let you know that, that oh, we're heading to a room now. Mm. And I think that would have really helped, actually, that that would have helped. But I think when we got into the room, it was like, well, we can't take a picture and it's dark as fuck. So let's just just mm -hmm. start mm -hmm. playing. And because we sort of waited so long because of the various reasons and stuff, it was also like, well, we've got, not that we've got to get a move on, but we want to get into this space. Yeah. So I think my, my only regret, as I said earlier, is really that it was at the, at the club. Mm -hmm. I don't regret the experience. That was really sexy. I don't regret the, you know, the company because she's lovely and wonderful. Um, and it was just that I couldn't give you some of the stuff that I wanted to, yeah. but I also couldn't enjoy it for what it was in, in that way. I'd have liked to, you know, I I'd often feel that my superpower is talking because I do it enough and I didn't get to really use that as well as I might have liked because we were in a busy club environment mm -hmm. and like friends were there and like, because there's, it's distracting, there's so much stuff going on and you can't help but comment on it or look at it or, you know, like, oh, there's someone getting married by a Christmas tree. Like that's, <laughs> that's a distracting thing. And I think if that was the only thing you'd be all right, but because, you know, there's sex going on around you to a certain extent and there's people popping in and out, it just kind of felt a bit different. Okay. But as first experiences go then? As, as a first experience, it was, you know, I couldn't have asked for better partners. Um, I think, you know, it was, I, I missed, I think I missed you in the club as well. I miss all of you in the club. 
I think that was, and that was the really weird thing in that we're very used to, you know, you two going off and getting drinks or something mm-hmm. and leaving us two alone. But then we're sort of quite used to you two coming back and going, oh, I see what you two have been doing. Oh, what <laughs> you've been doing. So there was a bit of this sort of like, oh, we're, the naughty kids have been left alone, but we're, we're now trained not to be naughty. So therefore we <laughs> are going to sit very still and not move. Um, so yeah, I, I think as a, as a first experience though, I, I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. I wouldn't necessarily, it wouldn't be something that I, sort out all the time. I enjoy right. us all being together as yeah. a, as a, you know, as you and I, but also those two as well being mm-hmm. involved. It, that's really fun. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that, you know, I'm, I'm sort of raring to go in terms of a similar experience for yourself. I think there's mm-hmm. a bit more mental kicking around that I need to do in terms of that, that type of evening. So if you were to go, right, I'm going off to a club tonight mm-hmm. and I'm going with this lady and off I go. Right. I would probably struggle with that much more than you did. I'm not saying that I couldn't cope with it, but I think I would probably it would take a lot more mentally for me to get through that. What would it take, do you think? I don't know. I don't, and it may be that we need to sort of take baby steps in the in the thing or but but in my head I think I, I'd never expected a club to be part of that experience. No, me neither. Just you it know, just seemed like an opportunity that we shouldn't miss. Yeah, and I think Distance as well is is a tricky one to get your head around. And I suppose like an hour away is fine, but if you were like I don't know four hours away or something, oh, yeah. uh, you know it's it's a bit of a tricky one. Mm. I'm also kind of that that breakdown and that conversation afterwards is really really important. So yeah. I don't know if the you know for example if we put ourselves in a situation where we can't have that immediate sort of you know what's going on what's happened or if you were to stay away for a night I don't know that I'd cope with that. Right. And I can't really see that we'd be ready for that anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, I'm just saying what's yeah. in, you know, what's in, in my head in terms of the the situation. Maybe the baby steps is I get as far as the car and then come back again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. I'm back. Well, no, I, you know, <laughs> I didn't I think go far. A situation, for example, where you, if you were to say, okay, I'm going out for a few hours during, during Saturday yeah. afternoon or whatever. Right. Then I could probably go, oh, okay. I can probably get my head around that. Whereas I think if you were like you were to go to the club for a night and I was just to stay there because I had to, not because I couldn't, mm-hmm. that just, I, I struggle to get my head into that space. So I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not open to exploring stuff, but I, I think for me as ever, it's the baby steps are much more important, whereas you're more happy to throw yourself into these things and <laughs> test yourself. Whereas I'm like, I will break if this happens to me. And I get that. And I get that I'm childish and, and I don't have the 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 grown upness to to cope <laughs> with all these situations immediately. I I know that, but also I'm not. It doesn't seem so quite so scary. Okay. So you know, in terms of the experience overall, it's a win because it's kind of I had a nice time. Great, wonderful. One assumes <laughs> Secret Vixen and Secret Stag had a nice time. One hopefully more than the other. Um, and and I think you had a a, a nice time. So it's shown me that it's possible to live through it. Ah. And it has made me much more open to the, to, to exploring some of this stuff, but with with some baby steps to to get into that space so that I can you know it's like I don't want to jump into a pool to see if it's hot or cold. I want to dip my toe in, right? <laughs> sure. So so I'm not going to be uh, announcing on on uh, the podcast today. Hey, ladies, get in touch with me if you want a date. You said that last time. You've already said that on no, the I podcast. Didn't. You have. When you said it on one six eight. How do you know these things? I don't know. I'm just 
memory probably i didn't probably editing them for several hours like you know <laughs> you just say it once and it's dead to you it just exists and but the date can only exist within the uh 200 meters of our house <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we've got to come straight back again. <laughs> hey, that's unfair. That's really mean. I know. You'd think we could at least go like a mile. <laughs> Why are you being so mean to me? I'm, I'm trying to be good and I'm trying to be progressive and wonderful, but it's like my my prehistoric lizard brain <laughs> that just always wants to run away from everything because it's scared of damaging our relationship like slammed brakes on much quicker than yours, which is more like the one of the fucking mine carts in Indiana Jones. Oh, that thing's freewheeling all over the space. You're experiencing an amygdala, amygdala hijack. Oh, thank you. Hmm? That's where your brain's going into its fight, flight, freeze. It's also the title of my seventh studio album. <laughs> the amygdala hijack. Yes. It's all country and western. <laughs> I assume that's country and western. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't sound it. You know. <laughs> a bit more hillbilly or something like bluegrass. So yeah, so I I, get I I do get it. And I did say I was not gonna hold anything against you as a bargaining tool. And I meant that. Well I'm jesting a little bit, but I promise you I won't. But the good thing is is that we were able to hold each other against each other once Secret Vixen had left and we were able mm. to to mm -hmm. catch up with each other. And that was really sexy. And yeah. I that that is the bit that makes it all worthwhile for me. Of course. Yeah. Which is what I wanted to feel and at least we didn't come back together and go, oh, this feels weird. And I feel jealousy or, you know, um, an unwelcome emotion. And it was nothing like that. I thought you just wanted to feel lady parts. <laughs> you won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. I've just said that I'll let you. I don't know why you're picking on me. This is I'm terrible. I feel really um, upset now. I'm going to go away and cry. You're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all, it's all good. good. So I think It next was a good positive first experience. It was. So I'll have another 10 of those and then I'll okay. feel probably, yeah. <laughs> So I think uh. the next steps for us are going to be just to talk this through and kind of figure out what your next steps look like and, and I mean, what your I'm experience. I'm open to letting you have another date on your own to, to get your head around it even more if that's what you need. It's, it's not a case of an eye for an eye on this at all. It really isn't. No, it's not. I, I think I'm we just... I'm offering you another opportunity to explore another date if that's what you want in a different environment so that you can get a better sense of how it might feel different place. Okay. Well, let's, let's figure that out and then let's record an episode about it. <laughs> <laughs> the endless discussion yeah. and, and see how it goes. But genuinely, I, I, I want to, again, thank all the listeners that have reached out with all their wonderful bits of advice or the bits of stories. We're sure you have plenty to say about this and, and, have plenty of thoughts about it and we'd love to hear from you if that's the case. Ladies, if you are interested in Mrs. H, please tough. let us know. Well, <laughs> let us tough? know. You, this is what you could have won. This is the, this is the thing, you see, right? And, and you know, I'm sure we can figure that out. And ladies, if you're interested in me, then, you know, um, or one of you, thank you very much. I appreciate oh, the offer. Don't. You are a catch, babe. <laughs> Definitely a catch. Anyway, Mrs. H, do your thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs>